0: Hello, trusted listener. Welcome to Binge Breakthrough. I consider you a trusted listener because I trust that you are listening to this episode of this podcast in this moment for a reason. I trust that you are going to hear something today, whether it is one small concept, whether it's a sentence, whether it is the entire episode, you are going to hear something today that you are going to be able to take and apply To your journey in finding and creating the relationship with food that is right for you. So let's get going. So I got to thinking about who might be listening to this podcast. And I realized it's possible that many of you have never worked with a coach or maybe anyone on your eating behaviors. Now I'm going to guess that most of you have been on diets a lot of them, and you might have done various programs or you've followed certain routines or read a lot of books and magazines, but you might have mostly been trying to figure this food thing out on your own. Now, some of you may have been in treatment for an eating disorder, either inpatient or outpatient, or maybe you've seen or are currently seeing an eating disorders therapist. I know that many of you have never talked to anyone about this because you feel so much shame and judgment about what you do with food when nobody is watching. You can't imagine anyone else knowing about it. I get it. I was totally there for years. As I shared in my personal story in episode one, I was married before I ever even told my husband about my binging. I wanted to record this episode to share a bit about what it's like to work with a coach and more specifically, what it's like to work with me. I don't want to make this general because everyone is different in their approach, and I can't tell you what it's like to work with someone else. I can tell you about my own experience with other therapists, other programs, and two rounds of intensive outpatient therapy. But each of us will have our own individual and unique experience anywhere we go because we are all different. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while and you've thought to yourself, I wonder what it would be like to work with her on my eating challenges. This episode is for you. This episode will reflect what it's like to work with me as of the time of this recording, which is May of 2023. Now, it's very possible that things will change over time as I continue to grow and evolve. But much of what I cover today about the power of coaching won't change, even if certain aspects do. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you may have heard me say that awareness Is the first step to change. You cannot change what you aren't aware of. And this is one of the primary benefits of coaching. You become aware of certain patterns of thinking that you may not have even realized were there. You start to see and understand why you keep showing up in ways that you don't prefer and that don't line up. With the person you really want to be. One of the analogies that I love is that you are like a vitamin. You are inside the bottle, so you can't see the ingredients on your label. Now, I have seen a lot of vitamins. Each one is unique, but many have the same common ingredients. And I can easily read your label, and I can understand what is going on for you that is creating and maintaining the pattern of binging or feeling out of control around food sometimes. I've been told I have a gift of discernment, of being able to see what others can't see for themselves. In one conversation, I can help you start to make sense of your eating behaviors. I find that a lot of people feel stuck. They think, I know what to do, but I'm just not doing it. Now, this is one place where I am very different than a lot of other people out there. Many people focus on what to do. Eat this. Don't eat that. I focus on what's going on underneath the surface that is leading to the eating behaviors. You may have heard me say it before, but I find that binges or the out-of-control moments with food, they're signals on your dashboard. They tell us that something is going on underneath the hood. It's just like the check engine light we need to look underneath the hood to see what is going on to make that light go on. We could spend a lot of time talking about what to do or what not to do with the food itself. But if we don't look at what is causing the light to come on in the first place, you will keep showing up in the same ways with food. I am way more interested in who you are being as an eater. How do you see yourself? What beliefs do you have about yourself and about food? Where are you believing that food has way more power than you do? And how does it make sense that you developed these beliefs over time? I find that when you can help someone understand how it makes sense and start to show them the ingredients that comprise their unique vitamin blend, they can start to see themselves in a new way. Most people who binge or feel out of control with food sometimes think that they are broken, they think there must be something very wrong with them to eat the way that they do sometimes. And I get this because I was convinced that I was broken for a long time. And when you feel broken, powerless, and helpless, you aren't likely to come up with a solution to your problem. You will keep trying to figure out why you are broken, what's wrong with you, And why you can't do the things that you know to do. But all of this will be coming from a place of brokenness. And your brain is going to find all of the evidence that you are broken, that you are flawed, and that you cannot create any sort of lasting change. But when you can start to see yourself and your behaviors in a new way you will open up to new possibilities. When you can look at it and say, ah, that makes sense, you now have understanding to go along with your awareness. Remember, we started with awareness first, then we move into understanding. When we get to this place of understanding, now you are set up for the possibility of true, lasting, impactful, and sustainable change. I've had countless clients tell me they have understood so much more about their patterns with food after talking with me for one session than they've ever comprehended in their entire life. These are people who have been to eating disorder treatment, who have had multiple therapists who have been on all of the diets and read all the books. If you want to know why it makes sense, I can absolutely help you get there. But we don't stop there. That is just step one. Once you start to understand yourself, you start to see that there is another possible future for you. So many people with disordered eating are told that they will have to deal with this for their entire lives, that it is something they will have to, quote unquote, manage. I don't believe this. I've seen enough transformation for myself and my clients, and I know enough about the brain and neuroplasticity to know that true and lasting change is absolutely possible. Most people give up too soon, and they go back into the old patterns of thinking, believing, and behaving. So many people want an easy button, something they can do so they won't ever have intrusive thoughts about food again. They want some plan or some strategy where they will never binge again. And a solution where overnight they can have a pantry full of sweets and never have the desire to eat them all at once or in secret when nobody else is looking. But change doesn't usually happen this way, it takes place over time. We are creating new neural pathways. We don't just extract the old ones, never to be seen again. We discover the pathways that lead to our current results. We question them. We intentionally create new pathways. And with time and repetition, we strengthen the new ones while the old ones get less use so they can wither with time. Now, let's be clear. When I talk about pathways, this isn't just pathways of doing. It's the combination of thinking, feeling, and doing. The thought patterns are what we focus on. And as we develop new patterns of thinking and believing about ourselves and about food, the way we feel about ourselves in relationship to it, it all changes. And as we feel more empowered and more resilient, more hopeful and more confident, The way we show up around food changes. And as that happens, we step into the new identity we are creating for ourselves. It's a process. You did not get to the place where you are right now overnight, and you won't get to your future destination overnight either. To think that is a possibility, to think that you won't ever have these thoughts again, To think that you won't ever binge or overeat or want to eat something in secret again is what some people call a perfectionistic fantasy. It is not reality. So we can understand that. We can see, oh, wow, some of the things I'm thinking about and I'm hoping for, they're not really realistic. Maybe they're actually setting me up for failure. If I can realize this is a process, then I can have more flexibility with myself. Now, this doesn't mean this has to take forever. Some changes can be quick and very dramatic. When you start to identify the main patterns of thinking and believing that are holding you back and you start questioning them, you will start to notice big shifts. What I love about this work is that it isn't hard. I've actually had several clients tell me, this almost feels too easy, or I haven't really done anything. And then they proceed to tell me all of the ways in which they are naturally changing. It feels different because every other attempt to change, to change the eating patterns, has felt hard. It's felt like a lot of work. So when they start this work and it doesn't feel hard, it feels different. And it's because it is different. So what I do is I invite you to get curious about things. You've noticed this in the podcast. I ask a lot of questions. I increase your awareness of areas That you may have never considered before. And as you get curious, aware, and intentional about your thinking, you will naturally start to make changes and shifts for yourself. It's a process, but it doesn't necessarily have to be hard. What's hard is what you are doing now eating a bunch of food, feeling like crap physically. And then beating yourself up emotionally. Now that is hard. I teach you how to stop beating yourself up, how to meet yourself with compassion and understanding when things don't go the way you wanted them to go, how to learn from it and move on, believing that you are making progress no matter how much food you just ate. You learn how to relate to yourself in a completely new way. You become so much kinder and gentler with yourself. You start to really care how you feel physically and emotionally, and you want to care for yourself in a way that feels loving and supportive. You become so much more aware of your needs, how to identify them how to address them, and how to honor them. You become more in tune with your emotions and the wisdom that they have for you. You become willing to let them be a part of your experience rather than thinking that you need to escape them or cover them up with food. You get to know your nervous system and how to calm it. You get to know your own personal patterns and how to meet yourself wherever you are, and how to make decisions that support and honor you. You learn how to make decisions on what to eat, when to eat, and how much to eat without looking to outside rules to guide you. You don't need a plan, a scale, or a calculator. You just need yourself and the trusting connected relationship That you have developed with time and intention. One thing I love about this work is that it spills over into everything that you do. You might start with the intention and focus to stop binging or to stop feeling out of control with food sometimes. But once you start realizing all of the reasons that you are eating, you might actually end up improving your relationships and going after things you never thought were possible for you, like new job opportunities, moving to the place you've always dreamed of, and believing in yourself more than ever. So as of now, there are currently two ways to work with me. I offer private coaching, and this is one-on-one time where it's just you and me. I love this type of work, Because it allows me to do a deep dive. We do a deep dive into your past to understand how some of your current beliefs and patterns got established. Now, once we create that understanding, we don't stay in your past at all. We then go into what's happening now, what's happening in the future. How does all of this make sense? I get to know you on a deep level. I start to understand your patterns. We get full dedicated time to focus solely on you and your desired relationship with food. The amazing part about this one-on-one work is we don't always talk about the food. We end up talking about all kinds of other topics and other areas because so often it really isn't about the food. The food is a symptom, but there are so many other things. There are so many other uh, items going on underneath the hood that we can look at and we can examine, we can get curious about. Now, private coaching is not for everyone, whether it's the investment or simply not wanting the full focus on you. Or maybe you just have a preference to do work with others. Group coaching can be an incredible option. And I offer a group program called Cultivate. And inside Cultivate, we work together in community to cultivate a new relationship with yourself and with food. It's an amazing opportunity to see that you are not alone in your struggles and to get support, not only from me, but from the rest of the group. And no matter how you work with me, you also get access to the Binge Breakthrough Blueprint. This is an in-depth course that I developed for you to help create your own personalized blueprint to find food freedom. It's based on the eight reasons why you binge that I outline in the first few episodes of this podcast. It also provides audio guides and additional resources to help you in the moments before. During and after a binge, I have an amazing arsenal of tools to facilitate our work together, including cognitive based techniques, nervous system and somatic tools, emotional processing, inner child work, and more. I am a voracious learner and I'm always discovering new ways to support myself and my clients. Now, each person is unique, and I trust myself to guide my clients to the tool or technique that might be impactful for them in the moment. Now, more than the tools that I provide, one of the biggest gifts I have to offer is my sense of warmth, openness, and compassion. I've had many conversations with people where I might have been the first person they discussed any of their eating challenges with. They know through our first conversation that no matter what they say, I will meet them with warmth and resonance. I understand where you are coming from. If I haven't had the direct experience, chances are that I've worked with someone who has. I've had clients in the group setting who didn't want to share or talk out loud, out of fear and shame. But through the sense of warmth and safety, they felt they were able to open up and share in ways they didn't ever think were possible for them. And when you start to feel the warmth and resonance I provide and to sense how good it feels, you will naturally start to provide that to yourself. And this is the heart of true Lasting and transformational change. I don't work with people because I think they need to change. I work with them because I want to show them what is true for them now and what is possible for them in the future. I think you are amazing and powerful right now, just as you are. And I also know that so much more is possible for you. I believe in your ability to create whatever relationship you want with food, and I believe in my ability to help you get there. It's up to you to take the next step, from what is true today to what is possible, but I serve as your guide to help you get from here to there. I will show you what is holding you back and how to get to where you want to go. When you falter, I will show you why and show you how to meet yourself with the warmth and compassion that you need to learn the lesson and move forward. I am here to help you become the ultimate guide and authority in your own life. You have all of the answers you need within you. You just need help in discerning which answers are coming from the true authentic you, and which are coming from fear and doubt. Working with me isn't going to be the right fit for everyone. This is why I offer this podcast, so that I can reach as many people as possible with as few barriers as possible. I trust you to make the decision that feels in alignment to what you want for yourself and your future. Remember. I always invite you to know your reason and to like your reason. And if you want to learn more about working with me, visit janepilger.com. I would love to be your guide as you develop a brand new relationship with yourself and with food. Otherwise, if you like what you're hearing on the podcast, keep tuning in. I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Binge Breakthrough. If you would like to dive even further into these concepts that will help you break through your barriers to food freedom, come to my next masterclass. I take the ideas you learn about on the podcast to the next level in a way you may have never heard before. Sign up at bingebreakthrough.com. I hope to see you there.